When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio for all the sexy people. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80. And always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. Before we get to the continuation, even though it's right at the beginning of Love Friday, Harry does got all the love and maybe free food that you want because he's going to be in Dallas this weekend for the big matchup involving the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys, 820 Eastern time on ESP, excuse me, 820 Eastern time on NBC. And I saw on social media at HDouglas83 on Twitter that you are inviting people to hang out and eat on your dime in Dallas this weekend. Yeah, you know, yesterday was Thursday, Freddie, so that means that direct deposit from ESPN hit, hit the account. So I said, you know, I'm feeling good. Why not treat the people? You know, man, no, nah, but I, I, I just wanted to show uh-huh. appreciation to people. I'm going to Dallas. It's a big game there this weekend, so I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be there. No doubt. But, you know, some of our faithful listeners, right, who, who, who are on this journey with us, mm-hmm. who love listening to us and, and take time out to do so, while I was in Dallas tomorrow night, 8 p.m., nice. uh, I plan on taking about four or five of them. I, initially, okay. I said two or three, but I'm going to take about four or five of them there out to dinner. Right. And I only pick one person so far. So this is how I know okay. you got to be in tune to the show. So remember a few weeks ago, Dwight called Absolutely. From, from Dallas. Yes. So I actually told Dwight to leave Shannon his number, and, and I texted Dwight, hey, right. man. And he thought I was looking for a hotel room. I said, no, Dwight, I got a hotel room. <laughs> uh-huh. I want you – you're the first person I'm inviting to the dinner, man. So nice. Dwight is the, is the only person that I've, I've chosen so far. Okay. So if you're in the Dallas area, mm-hmm. send me a message on my Twitter at, at hdouglas83 right. or my Instagram at hdouglas83. Right. And I still, got, I still got three or four more people to pick. Hey, free 99 is free 99. Free especially, 99. Especially Harry Douglas's dime. You can yeah. have dinner with the Doug. You can do the Dougie with Douglas. You can have dinner with Harry Douglas, and you don't have to tip. You don't have to pay. All you got to do is show up with your appetite and a big old plate waiting for you. Now, there, there is one stipulation. What's that? I, I don't pay for other people's alcohol. Now, no, I yeah, pay for yeah, your yeah. Di- Whatever yeah. you want to order to eat, sure. I'm going to pay for it. For alcohol, you, you got to get your own alcohol now. Exactly, yeah. Just because I ain't, I ain't responsible for nobody else's actions. Good, make sure it is B-Y-O-B when you get there. Don't make it B-Y-O-D. <laughs> Bring your own Harry. No, it's B-Y-O-B. <laughs> Bring your own bottle. So that's pretty cool. Like Harry mentioned, hit him up on Twitter and on Instagram at hdux 83 a little dinner with Harry Douglas tomorrow night. If you're in the Dallas area, you can be a part of that with him and Dwight, who called in, and he's going to be there as well. So, hey, you get a chance to eat for free, courtesy of Harry. You better make that work by hitting him on Twitter at hdouglas83 and also on Instagram as well. This NFL weekend is not eat off Harry's dime free. It's check yourself weekend in the NFL. Who better check themselves this weekend? Could be a player. Could be a coach. Could be a team. Could be anybody. But this Check Yourself Weekend in the NFL, we want to hear from you, part of Freddie and Harry Nation, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-729-3776. That is 888-ESPN. Who needs to check themselves this weekend? 
on Check Yourself Weekend in the National Football League. By the way, Freddie and Harry presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or you're eating for free on Harry's dime without the delicious taste of ice-cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. So before we look forward, we got to look back because last night was a thing. The main thing, the main 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 thing. The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Before I get into how shameful the Pittsburgh Steelers should be, after I warned them last night that you have no business for the second straight game, losing to a team that had two wins coming in and had three wins going out, and it happened twice in the last five days to now these shameful Pittsburgh Steelers losing to Arizona Cardinals on Sunday and then last night to those New England pathetic Patriots until last night. I'm just going to let Minka Fitzpatrick Steelers all-pro defensive back and safety say exactly how they are feeling this morning. I think that, you know, dudes just think that because they're wearing the black and gold that they're going to win games. And I think we need, to, we need to check that mentality and make people realize that they got to earn that mentality and they got to earn every single blade of grass and every single splash play and every single rep that they get out there. They, they got to earn it. Micah Fitzpatrick, Harry Douglas, that's a message to Mike Tomlin from Mika Fitzpatrick. That was his way of saying, hey, coach, you are being way too lax with dudes. I know they're talented. I know they can bring it, but they ain't doing it. Hey, Mike Tomlin, Mika Fitzpatrick just sent you a message. You cannot continue to be that loyal to guys that have not put up. They've done a lot more fat-mouthing instead of any kind of production on the football field for the Steelers because that was embarrassing last night. Freddie, for me, when I think about the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think about hard-nosed football, guys playing hard, guys leaving it all on the football field, guys being prepared, being ready, right, playing with a purpose, uh, playing for the guy beside them. When I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers now, all I think about is uh, individuality, guys worried about themselves, not coming together. There's not one common goal. Guys are worried about me, 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 me. And I can't help but think about a coach I played for Mm -hmm. um, that coached the defensive side of the ball. And I was on offense, but he came to Tennessee, Dick LeBeau, who coached for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a very, very long time. And Mm -hmm. he he, he garnered so much respect, and and people respected him so much. When I was with the Tennessee Titans, we went back and played the Pittsburgh Steelers on a Thursday night. Brett Kiesel, Troy Palomalu, all those guys came to our meeting room to see Dick LeBeau. We're getting ready to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, really? They came to our hotel because of the respect that they had for Dick LeBeau. And then I also think about Steelers greats and Joe Green and Jack Lambert and Mel Blunt and Franco Harris and Rod Woodson and Troy Palomalu, Heinz Ward, Ryan Clark. I think about all those guys. And even from the coaching staff, you, you, you think about how, how gracious they were to wear the black and yellow, right? You think about how much pride they took in going going on the football field like it was their last opportunity. Mm -hmm. And now when I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's not that for me. And it's sad to see. Now, let's get to Mike Tomlin. Mm -hmm. Mike Tomlin plays a part in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I understand it's a new era of football and, 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 and the young men that's coming into the National Football League, they're a little different now, different from when I played and different from probably when Mike T was in his early ages as well. But at the same time, you also have to still have that firmness about yourself 
that people don't get out of line or they don't buck the system. And if they decide they want to buck the system, I don't care how good you are. If you're not going to do it the way I want it done, then I'm going to sit your ass down and you're not going to play. Point blank, period. Or I'm not going to reward you with the football. Bottom line. You heard that mess from Harry Douglas and Mike Tomlin? You heard Minka Fitzpatrick, the safety from the Steelers, with a mess with Mike Tomlin? I had a mess with Mike Tomlin. But check out Ryan Clark, who played for Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh as an ESPN NFL analyst. He had a message for him about you better change it up or else when he was on Get Up This Morning. And when you start a game against the New England Patriots, a team that couldn't score points the last three weeks but has only given up 10, you realize if you give up 21 of them that you aren't prepared. And so when you aren't prepared, and this is going to be something you've never heard me say, when you aren't prepared, it has to start at the head coach. Mm. Is he my favorite head coach in football? Absolutely. Do I believe he goes about his work the same way every day, every week? Absolutely. And what I'm saying is that has to change. He has to also understand that the people in his locker room don't understand effort. The people in his locker room don't understand execution. So the same messaging that would get across to the Troy Palomalus, the same messaging that would get across to the Ben Roethlisberger's, are not connecting with these young men in the locker room. Mm. So Mike Tomlin has to change. What they do offensively has to change. And the effort and the sort of accountability and pressure put on those people in that locker room has to be different or nothing will change when it comes to the outcome of games. The words of Ryan Clark, ESPN NFL analyst on GetUp saying, hey, Mike Tomlin, you better change or you better look out. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. You have no business. As lucky as the Pittsburgh Steelers have been all year long Mm -hmm. to have seven wins. Yeah, I'm going to say it out loud. They've been a lucky team to get seven wins because they've been outscored in just about each and every game this year in the National Football League. There's no reason for you to think, oh, we're playing the Patriots. Now, we just throw our helmets out there. We got Mitch Trubisky, a quarterback. We should be fine. That's the last thing because I noticed that right from the jump, Ryan, when it comes to that, Harry, right from the jump, they went out there and they expected to win. You would have thought a team like that would have learned their lesson after what happened five days ago, four days ago against the Arizona Cardinals. So as much as we can put this on Mike Tomlin, and we should, he did not get them properly ready, he and his staff. But if you're a player, how about a little more damn pride than that, especially after what happened to your team, courtesy the Arizona Cardinals, barely four days ago, and then it happened again four days later against the New England Patriots. They have to start understanding there as in players, It's a privilege to play in the National Football League, Freddie. It's a privilege to play and to be able to go out there each week and do something that not many people in this world can do. Right. It's a privilege. Man, I remember preparing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, every time we played the Pittsburgh Steelers that week, what I had to do, it was three or four days in the weight room because I knew it was going to be physical. Right. Three or four days. Our receiver coach, Terry Bishop, used to tell us, hey, you catch a hitch, Turn outside. Don't turn back inside because they're going to kill you. They're trying to kill you. Literally, that's the mindset you had when you played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now when you play the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, how can we get off? Pause. But how can we do our thing? That's the mindset nowadays. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm just laughing about somebody saying, if you go across the middle, they're going to kill you, man. No lie, Freddie. They're going to kill you, man. I caught a ball one time, and those guys, I can't remember who was tackling me. He was trying to hold me up. Right. And James Harrison was screaming across the field, yelling, hold them up, hold them up. So no I way. said in my head, what, you skinny, you small, don't be trying to fight for no extra yardage, <laughs> get the hell down. <laughs> 
Because whatever's coming, it's going to be hard for you to, to withstand it. Because I hear somebody saying, hold them up. Hold them up. Not my little Twiggy ass. I'm go- I got to get down. You ever see the commercial with James Harrison where it's like a betting commercial and the guy's making a bet. Also, he looks up and James Harrison is in his living room. Man. And also, he's chasing him around and the guy gets outside and he thinks he's safe. Also, you just see James Harrison knock the guy down. Harry's like, I don't, I don't want to be that guy in that commercial. No, and James Harrison, ooh, let me get some. Ooh, I want to get in on this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Telling you right now. I got a mental image right now of, of Harry Dose going, who's saying that? <laughs> Oh my God! Is James Harrison <laughs> and Freddie? It's it's a it's a sense of pride, but also uh-huh. I would say this too across the coaching staff as well. It's not I'm not just gonna say players because yeah, it's and, a whole and, thing. And, and what world do we live in? Where on fourth and two? Oh my let's God! Let's throw a no. go route to Deontay uh, Johnson on fourth and two with Mitchell Trubisky as your quarterback. Let's throw a go route on fourth and two. Insane, man! It was insane, but I can't make this up. Even with all of that, they're seven and six. They're at Indianapolis, home versus Cincinnati, at Seattle, at the Baltimore Ravens. That's another reason why you had no business losing two games in the span of five days to two teams who had two wins coming in and then three wins going out when you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who do they play next? uh, They got the Indianapolis Colts on the road. I like the Colts. (laughs) They got the Bengals after that at home. I I don't even know who's going to be available. I like the Colts. (laughs) I like the Bengals. Seahawks after that. I like Seattle. Ravens after that. I damn so like Baltimore. I, I got a message for two other teams out there, and they are the Baltimore Ravens and they are the Detroit Lions. To me, Harry, those two teams are upset alert. And if you didn't watch last night, if you're Baltimore about to play the Rams who believe they can make the playoffs in the NFC, or if you're the Detroit Lions and you have not been able to play to the standard that you set early on and you got a Bears team that has absolutely nothing to lose playing at home, it's going to be 35 degrees. Wind chill factor is going to knock that down to 20. It's going to be a good old-fashioned NFC North kind of game. If you're not the Baltimore Ravens, Harry, if you're not the Detroit Lions, and you did not pay attention to what happened last night, that's why if you lose, you have nobody to blame but yourselves, like the Steelers, who have nobody to blame but themselves for letting that embarrassment happen on their home field versus New England. And it's so inexcusable. And I, and I know, y'all, like it's the National Football League, so everyone's mm-hmm. there for a reason. But for Pittsburgh to allow two 2-10 two football teams back-to-back weeks defeat you when you have a prime opportunity to furthermore your chances to make the playoffs, man, that's – you talk about dropping the ball, boy – they dropped the damn boat. <laughs> maybe you should, maybe should have checked yourself weekend and started last <laughs> night for Pittsburgh. That they need to check themselves. Maybe I missed out on that. But, Freddie, we said it before we got off the air yesterday. I hear you. Like, the Pittsburgh Steelers cannot lose this football game. It would be a major disappointment if they lost. Mm-hmm. To the, to the New England Patriots. Boy, mm-hmm. they, boy they had Bailey Zappi looking good. Like he was back at Houston Baptist playing Man. Army football. Seriously. Bailey was out there zapping people. I mean, he, he was running his mouth on the sidelines. They can't hold me. They can't guard us. I'm like, dude, you guys couldn't score by yourselves at practice. Yep. And now all of a sudden, Bailey Zappi was getting in touch with his inner Tom Brady in the first half against the Steelers. Now, I, w- I would say this because I thought, I thought you brought up a good point when it, when it comes to 
the Baltimore Ravens. What mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford has been able to do since returning back to his play. Oh, yeah. they, they have a young guy, Kyron Williams, out of Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. He can run that football, up, man. Running the football. Mm-hmm. He showed up in the past game as well. Puka Nakua, what he's been able to do. Man, don't 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 go over there and take don't take those boys lightly. Because if you do, you'll be in the same position and the same predicament that the Pittsburgh Steelers are in right now. And with that schedule getting exponentially tougher if you are the Pittsburgh Steelers. And look at the Detroit Lions as well. I know they're nine and three. They're trying to be a ten win team for the first time in nine years. If you're Jared Goff, who has had trouble playing outside in inclement weather, you're about to get a little bit of dose of that December weather going through the Windy City when it comes to Chicago. That's a guy that better check himself mm-hmm. when it comes to him because he's throwing, two, he's throwing two passes for touchdowns in five straight games. But at times, Harry, it's looked a little disjointed, like it looked against Green Bay when yep. they lost on Thanksgiving Day and it looked a little disjointed after the early quick start and you were there Sunday in New Orleans when they played the Saints where he looked like a world beater in the first half and looked like the world was beating him up in the second half. That's a guy that better check himself and check yourself weekend when it comes to Jared Goff playing quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I would say this. Uh, they went up 21 nothing within the first seven minutes, and then they really just started to fade out. And I thought, number one, when it came to their offense, Offense, they started to run the ball mm-hmm. first down, second down, and then trying to pass on third down. Right. And literally, I said on the broadcast, I was like, man, they got to pass on first down to switch some things up. And that's when they started to get things going back again. Yeah. But defensively, man, they had like a third and 16 and a third and 12 mm-hmm. that New Orleans converted. And I'm like, man, one of them should have been an interception. You can't have plays like that because defensively, I, I don't think they're good enough to not make plays and to allow guys to convert third and longs like that. Richard and Rodon was a win on Mike Tomlin. The Pittsburgh Steelers being embarrassed last night, really embarrassing themselves, losing to the Patriots on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-729-3776. Richie Rich, what you got, my friend? Hey, guys. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Tomlin, Tomlin's owned by Belichick. I'm a big Steelers fan. I've been for years, but I'm constantly watching the Steelers get wiped out by Belichick and his boys, no matter how crappy the Patriots are, they got Tomlin's number. I'm still trying to figure out how a Steelers fan lives in the heart of New England Patriots country in Rhode Island. Hey, and you heard that accent, oh, man. too. And I'm a big fan of New England accents. I lived in Portland, Maine for two years. And it, it's, it's the first time you hear it, it's not grating as far as I'm concerned, but it, you get used to it, but you know it when you hear it, and it's yep. always something good. But he's, he's spot on. If you're Mike Tomlin, this becomes more on you than just on the players. So my big question with Mike Tomlin is going forward. When you got the C, when you got those teams in front of you, you got the Bengals, you got the Ravens, you got the Seahawks, what the hell are you going to do about it? That's what I want to know from the Pittsburgh Steelers. You, you got to be able to make the proper adjustments. And, and what I can say about a Bill Belichick, things haven't looked right for his football team. Mm-hmm. But he had those guys ready to play on Thursday night. He certainly and, did. And, and, and then tomorrow he's going to go on college game day and, and, and spit, some, spit some noise. So think about that. You just came off a nice win versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're in a the playoff spot. Uh-huh. You, you, you're moving them down the food chain. Now you get to go on college game day, him and Robert Kraft, and do their thing because that, that's where Army-Navy game is this weekend. And he's a Navy man because his dad. Yeah. Coach the Navy and Bill Belichick on college game day. I don't know what that says, but I'm watching it. I don't know what the hell we're going to get, but I'm going to be watching because I don't know what we're going to get. Because usually personality and Bill Belichick don't go hand in hand. And now you're (laughs) on a personality-based show when it comes to college game day. I can't wait to see what they try to get out of him as a guest picker 
when it comes to Army and Navy and that game being played at the home of the Patriots up in Foxborough in Massachusetts. It is a check yourself weekend in the NFL. There we go. We tried to check the Pittsburgh Steelers. They weren't paying attention. So who better check themselves this weekend on a check yourself weekend in the NFL? Let us know right now. Triple That's never going to get old, by the way. Triple eight say ESPN 888-729-3776. Who needs to check themselves before they wreck themselves on a check yourself weekend in the NFL? Your calls at 888-729-3776. Speaking of checking themselves here on Freddie and Harry, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. It is a must win for the Cowboys with the Eagles on Sunday, especially with Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. Right, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones? Dak's playing at the, as everybody's recognizing, playing at an outstanding level. But will the win or loss be all on Dakota Prescott? We'll get to that after Harry checks yourself when it comes to this from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Oh, yes, Freddie. Get real and keep it real this holiday season with buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real Christmas trees, excuse me, real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com. Hey, it's Michelle Smallman coming up Monday. Tyreek Hill, MVP. I'll tell you why this could be the year a non-quarterback should win the MVP award. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. Love Friday. 
here on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, together presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to use the word scapegoat when it comes to Jalen Hurts and why the Philadelphia Eagles lost to the San Francisco 49ers last Sunday. We'll do that in a couple of minutes. But we're calling this weekend in the NFL. And we want to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 on this Check Yourself weekend in the NFL. Who needs to check themselves the most? Harry Douglas, who is that item? Who is that person? Who is that team for you that better check themselves this weekend? That group for me, I would say the secondary of the Philadelphia Eagles. They mm-hmm. have a, a big challenge coming up with Dak Prescott playing the way he's playing, C.D. Lamb playing out of his mind as well. And then tight end Jake Ferguson, yeah. who, who has really showed his growth this season and progressed tremendously over the last four or five games. They have their hands full. And that secondary, including Eli, Eli Ricks, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, uh, Reed Blankenship, those safeties. Y'all guys got to show up and show out. You got to check yourself because the Dallas Cowboys are ready to wreck you. Well done by you. Good, good name checking right there by Dallas Effects. Wayne in Alabama at 888-729-3776 on the Check Yourself Weekend in the NFL, Wayne. Who needs to check themselves this weekend and why? Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. Overrated one-on-one, Mr. Coleman. Mr. Douglas, he's overrated. Let's go back to his collegiate stats. Yes, he's the prototype. He has the size, the stature. The NFL is a thinking game. Fred, you played ball in college, and Harry played in Louisville. Well, Harry played at a legendary Jonesboro High School in Clayton, Georgia. Wow. He's in Clayton County, Georgia. He's a friend of mine. Well so done. I'm a fan of Harry Douglas. So, so Josh, let me tell you something. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. When we do a comparative analysis between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson gets far more criticism than Josh Allen. Be blessed, my brother. You're the best show throughout seven continents in the world. <laughs> Appreciate that. I love winning <laughs> in Alabama. He is right about the Lamar Jackson in terms of getting the more criticism, especially before this season, although lately Josh Allen has been that polarizing figure. I want to school everybody out there when it comes to Josh Allen because he's the one for me. Wayne in Alabama, I'm with you. That better check himself this weekend, but not for what Wayne said. I don't believe Josh Allen's overrated. Josh Allen, to me, is a great quarterback. He's an elite quarterback. He's a gunslinger and will throw interceptions. All those things can be true because there was a guy like that back in the 90s called Brett Favre, mm-hmm. who was just like Josh Allen, elite quarterback, gunslinger quarterback, threw a lot of interceptions. All that can be true. The reason I say that Josh Allen better be the best player, not just in that game versus Kansas City, Harry, but he better be the best player in the NFL on Sunday because I've seen what that looks like against the Eagles, both ways. It's not so much that he throws interceptions or makes mistakes. It's when it happens. Yep. That interception in the second half flipped that whole game around when Buffalo was a better football team. And then you miss Gabe Davis in the overtime where that could have been a touchdown and put even exponentially more pressure on the Eagles. As great as Josh Allen has been and will continue to be, his mistakes seem to get magnified because when he makes those interceptions or he has those fumbles, it always seems to flip the momentum away from Buffalo to the opposing team, no matter that's home or no matter that's away. And I want people to understand, Freddie, when we talk about Josh Allen, we love Josh Allen. We love the way Josh Allen plays the game of football. But here's the thing. It's okay for us to love the wonderful things that Josh Allen does on the football field, but it's also okay for us to critique the terrible things that he do on the that he does on the football field, 
right? And, and you talked about when those turnovers are happening, and I can, can't help but go back to week one versus the Jets. With nine-something on the clock in the fourth quarter, they're up seven, and he has an interception. And the Jets go down and get a touchdown. The very next offensive play for Buffalo, he has a snap right in his hands, and he fumbles it. Right? And the Jets go down and get a field goal. Ten points right there off back-to-back possessions. Mm -hmm. But then you get to the Denver game, and right before halftime, with at least you should – the clock should be ran out. You have a bad interception. Denver goes down and kicks a field goal before halftime. You lose by two. And I understand other things in that game could have been different defensively, coaching-wise. But – also, things could have been different if Josh Allen didn't throw that interception before halftime either. So no it's when those plays are happening. And I think the part that keeps bothering me is when people put Josh Allen in the same sentence as a Mahomes, a Tom Brady, a Brett Favre, and all those guys. Because there's one thing about all those guys that they have that Josh Allen, ha- ha- he haven't even been to yet. And that's a Super Bowl. He hasn't even been there. And all those guys we, we keep putting them in the same category in the same room with, those guys have a Super Bowl ring or rings. Tom Brady put, what, seven Super Bowl rings. How many playoff wins did Josh Allen have? He probably had more rings than Josh Allen had playoff wins. Well, that's not a lot. Or, or it, playoff appearances. It, 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 well, not, I don't know what the playoff appearances part because he made a lot of them, but your point is valid. And especially with a Buffalo Bills window to be that champion, keeps getting smaller and smaller because if they don't win on Sunday, they're not getting in the playoffs. And then that team will have to really answer a lot of questions in the offseason about what that future is going to look like, especially if it includes Josh Allen, who continues to be a terrific quarterback, but he makes those key mistakes at those times, and everything just seems to go the other way against the Buffalo Bills. Yes, but I don't want people to think we don't like Josh Allen at the quarterback oh, position no, they, they because can, we're yeah. crit- because yeah. we're critiquing him. Yeah, they can think That's okay. They, it's yeah. okay. Right. Both things yeah. could be true. It's okay. Yeah. They can think whatever they want. I'm good with it. But if you listen very closely, you hear exactly what we're saying. Yep. Don't just take part of what we're saying and saying that we can't stand that person or we give too much love to somebody else. It's okay to have context. I know that's a foreign thing in 21st century, but it's yep. okay. It's fine. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, in Dallas, those Cowboys about to get ready to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Massive game at 820 Eastern time this Sunday on NBC, part of Sunday Night Football. And boy, Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner on his radio show on 105.3. The fan, oh boy, he can't talk enough about his quarterback, Dak Prescott, playing like this. <laughs> Dak's playing at the, as everybody's recognizing, playing at an outstanding level in making decisions, much less executing and physically performing, but in making the decisions. I don't know that I've ever seen him play any better. Well, I'll throw this at you, Harry Douglas. Whether the Cowboys win or whether the Cowboys lose, will all of it be on Dak Prescott, or should all of it be on Dak Prescott. No, it's 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 a team game, right? And, and Dak played very very well the first time around. Mm-hmm. But I think collectively, when you look at the game, I can just start on the defense side of the ball. It's imperative that they have first down production defensively, right? It, it, it's it's very key that they stop the run and don't let the the Philadelphia Eagles have first down production from the offensive side of the ball. I also think it's key that as a team, collectively, offense, defense, and special teams, that they limit that they limit their penalties. Also, I also believe that you know red zone and and their red zone percentage 
and how many times they can score touchdowns in the red zone is very, very important in this right. game. So there are a lot of dynamic components to this matchup. Dak Prescott is just at the forefront of things because he's the quarterback. Right. And the way Dak Prescott is playing right now at this MVP level, we expect going into this game that he's going to have a big one especially when you look at the Philadelphia Eagles and where their, their, their defense is playing and what they're giving up in the pass game. I'm going to channel my inner Devin Kane, one of our producers, when it comes to Dak Prescott in the key situation, these moments. I got to see it. I'm a Cowboys fan. I got to see it. But you said something that made me think of this. Because Dak Prescott's in this game, there's another guy that's not feeling as much heat and not feeling as much smoke. And this guy, this guy that plays the Eagles, a quarterback, Jalen Hurts. You know you're going to get everybody's best every time you play someone, um, especially when you're a good football team and you've been able to do the things you've done. We've definitely been challenged and stressed out in a ton of different ways, but it's about remaining resilient through it um, and always respond in the right way, whether it's a, a win or a loss. I don't have any doubt that he will not respond the right way. I expect that the Philadelphia Eagles – are going to not look like the team we saw last week when they got boat raced by those bloodthirsty pirates known as the San Francisco 49ers. But if they're not able to win, if they're not able to pull this out, and if he's not playing well, if he doesn't outplay Dak Prescott, if he doesn't outplay that Cowboys defense, then the people got more questions saying, man, well, if he's not playing right, then a lot of that's going to fall on Jalen Hurts. A lot of that is going to be on his plate because even Nick Bosa, 49's defensive end, after they beat the Eagles this week, he said, man, we got the secret sauce when it comes to that guy. Yeah, I mean, you see it on tape, though. Uh, and then, obviously, we put the blueprint out there. Hopefully, the Cowboys watch the tape. Um, we made Jalen stay in the pocket and escape outside instead of those B-gaps and uh, paid off. Uh, because Jalen's looking at the rush every play. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be disciplined and, and not give him that quick escape route where he could get to his guys quick. And it paid off. Now, I would say this. There are times where I think Jalen hurts his bell and out of the pocket entirely too early. And when he's doing that, um, he might be looking at a, the rush a little bit. But I would say this as far as the blueprint, what Nick Bosa has to understand is that not everybody has the roster that Thank they you. have. Thank you. And just because they were able to do it, mm-hmm. not everybody has Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, mm-hmm. Javon Hargrave, Fred <laughs> Warner, Dre Greenlaw, mm-hmm. within their front seven, mm-hmm. front six, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like, like It, does, yeah, it doesn't yeah, work like that, yeah, boss. It's like you're in a blueprint to somebody and say, build that building, not an architect. Exactly. <laughs> That's what that is. Yes. And I hear what he's saying. I love when people say we've given the blueprint. Didn't we hear that early this year? Well, the Buffalo Bills are giving people the blueprint to stop the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, because they had the personnel back then. Mm-hmm. And all those guys got injured. So that blueprint only works, like you said, and like Nick Bosa tried to say, if you got dudes that can do that. I've heard all the time, like, we got a blueprint to stop so-and-so. Well, yeah, you have it because you got the personnel that can do that kind of thing. Not everybody's going to be able to line up and say, we can get home with four and we don't have to blitz Jalen Hurts. And when we do blitz Jalen Hurts, we know somebody's getting free. You know why? Because those four guys in the front line are really, really good when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. No, I, I agree with you, Freddie. Like, it's everyone can't just say, hey, we're going to watch the film and, and see. And <laughs> Lou Anarumo came on a Pat McAfee show and said that. Mm-hmm. It was like, when he was talking, I can't remember who they were playing. And he was basically saying, hey, you guys showed the blueprint. And he basically said, 
we change things based on our personnel, yep. not so much what other people previously that played an opponent necessarily did because yeah. we, our personnel might be different from their personnel. Right. People need to stop attaching, attaching fantasy football to real football. Yep. That's what that is. You can have a blueprint of fantasy football by changing guys. It doesn't work like that. Hey, I have a blueprint on how to remodel this house, mm-hmm. but, hey, that don't mean I'm going to be the one to do it. Exactly. You don't know what the hell you're doing. I sure don't. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't. I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. He's Harry Douglas. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you I don't. Uh, that's fine. I, I, I'd rather you say it than me. Hey, I can cut it, some it, yard, do some yard work, all that good stuff. Yeah. Do other grimy work. Uh-huh. Building? Yeah, that's not yeah. you. Yeah. Where the Legos at? <laughs> I know how to build those. On this Check Yourself Weekend in the NFL and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Me and Harry want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. Who needs to check themselves this weekend or Check Yourself Weekend in the NFL? 888-729-3776. And his name is Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. And he plays with Indiana Pacers. And LeBron James knows how good and how special he is. You'll find out how special next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, this is Freddie Coleman. And I'm Harry Douglas wishing you a happy holidays. And a happy new year. From all of us at ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. The NBA's in-season tournament championship on ESPN Radio. James, reverse jam! <laughs> LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers go head-to-head with Tyrese Halliburton and the Indiana Pacers. He had it! Coverage of the NBA in-season tournament championship begins tomorrow at 8 Eastern with tip-off at 8.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. On this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, brought to you by AT&T. Connecting changes everything on Sirius X and Channel 80 and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. His name is Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton, the Indiana Pacers. You may not have known his name before the NBA in-season tournament, but 8.30 Eastern time on the ABC and ESPN radio on Saturday, you're going to get a pretty good idea as his team, the Pacers, take on LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. In the last two games, Tyrese Halliburton has had 31 assists and no turnovers in the last two games. What? Exactly. And last night he had the game-winning shot to really put the Milwaukee Bucks away. And then he did a little Dame time. Check out what he had to say about doing that and Damian Lillard's response to somebody stealing his deal. I think it was just in the heat of the moment, just uh, having fun. Um, I know I, you know, I kind of pounded my chest and, you know, said it was, you know, my time or whatever. But I, I think really looking at it, it's, it's our time. It's our time as a group. We're playing the right way. And like I said, we're, gonna, we're shocking the world right now. We're going to continue to do that. I learned as a as a kid, you know, when you dish it out, you got to be willing to take it. For as many times as I've done it to people, you know, I can't be upset when um, somebody else does it. You know what I mean? I think that's also um, a sign of respect and acknowledgement for, you know, knowing my history and knowing what I do. You know, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it at all. You know why? Because I guarantee if anybody's a casual fan saw that thinking, who is this Tyrese Halliburton? Oh, he's playing LeBron James and there's no college football, the NFL around to get in the way at 8.30 Eastern time on Saturday night in Las Vegas for the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament. I don't know if the NBA got it right, but they got more than they bargained for, and that's not a bad thing for the NBA with this. I love this for Tyrese Halliburton, Freddie. And when I look at point guards, right, a, a guards who are supposed to orchestrate things and also keep the everyone around them calm, right, in, mm-hmm. in, in a good space, 
I think about the quarterback position on the football field. And you look at a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, who was able to do what he wanted to do in the basketball court, 27 points, 15 assists, mm-hmm. and zero turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's something to be said for, man. Mm-hmm. That, that means he's efficient. That means he's, he's cautious with the basketball, but not cautious enough to not make plays for himself, yeah. but also other people around, uh, around him. And I love every bit of being in the moment and looking at your wrist like you got to watch and saying it's your time now. I, I love that. And what else I admired was his father in pregame warm-ups. That was pretty cool. Taking yeah, a video of his son, his father and his mother sitting courtside right there cheering on their baby. And then, you know, both of them being on the TNT set and being able to talk to Ernie, Shaq, and Charles and company. That, that, that's what it's about, right? You have a young man in his biggest moments, and he's able to celebrate those moments with his family. The two people he admired the most, his mother and his father. Right. No doubt about that. Meanwhile, on the other side, Zion Williamson, and I don't know what happened to the Pelicans last night. It's like they were so satisfied being in Las Vegas, and they mm-hmm. got the full beating out of them by the Lakers. And even Zion talked about being like LeBron and being a little bit more of himself, which may not be a good idea. Like I said, I was I got to be more aggressive, and he was aggressive. And his teammates saw that, and the energy carried over. So I got to just be more aggressive and – Get off to better starts in games. I have a problem where I literally just try to hunt the best shot possible uh, every time. But, you know, my teammates, uh, they expect more from me. Uh, I expect more from myself. And I, I got to just trust my game. I just got to be more aggressive. Because uh, I think if I'm more aggressive, then that energy would definitely carry over. Harry, he seemed intimidated last night. Yeah. Biggest stage he's ever been on the NBA in his short career. And, he and got LeBron on there. the other side? Absolutely. No question about that. And LeBron is on the other side. Of course he was intimidated a little bit last night. And he might not admit it, but we can all see it within his play. Because you, you can't sit up here and tell me that a Zion Williamson shouldn't be able to go out there in that matchup last night and dominate. But if you're not in the proper shape, if you're not all put together from a physical standpoint, how are you going to be able to do that? See, you can't cheat the game when you're going up against one of the, one of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. You can't cheat it. Because it'll expose you. One of our friends is Chad Brown, and I'm going to use his analogy and put on the basketball court. The court knows. That's right. (laughs) Just like the grass knows in the NFL, and you know that from playing, and you play basketball as well. The court knows when you're – you can't wish for the basketball guys to help you when you're Zion Williams and you have that kind of ability and you have that kind of talent. No, I agree with you. And it's, it's, I just hope he can get it together, man, because he was yeah. taken number one overall for a reason. He's been in the league since 2019. Got to get better. No doubt about that. We'll ask an FOS friend of the show who has to check themselves on this Check Yourself weekend in the National Football League. He's Harry Delts. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.